Welcome back, everybody. This is episode number 10 of Grow the Buck Up. It is the first episode in the Love Yourself series. You owe it to yourself to live. Do you feel like you have freedom in your life? For 25 years, I never really did. Now, obviously, I had some freedom. The choice to act out. Hobbies. Was I going to go and hang out at ex-friend's house? Or be friends with that person? But overall, my life path felt very set. I was born. My parents took care of everything early growing up. I went to preschool. I went to grade school. I went to middle school and then high school. I went to college. I got out of college. I got the job. Even within college, the internships. Everything was very set, very planned, very scheduled. Trips with my parents. You have to come with us to visit this family member. Go on vacation to here. Whatever it is. My life was very planned. Sometimes it was planned by others. And sometimes it was simply planned by society. And I often wondered why. And I can vividly remember a time in second grade sitting at my desk, looking up at a teacher, just staring and watching and thinking, why is it so planned? I was, I don't even remember how old you are in second grade, nine, eight, somewhere around there, whatever the age is, maybe eight. And I remember thinking, everything for me is planned for the next 60 years. And things continued along that plan. And then I, once I got into work, it was 8 to 5 every day, 5 times a week. Mark that off the checklist. And then you would look down and say, what's next? Oh, marriage, house, kids. And I just was so confused because I thought, when do I get the choice in this? When does my life start becoming mine? Now, how many times have you done something because of pressure? Because everyone does it. Because someone would get upset if you did it how you wanted to do it. Or you didn't do it how they wanted to do it. And I'm not talking about times where you do things for others. Rather, times you're doing it because of others. And so one day I thought to myself, you know, I really need to start living for myself instead of for everyone else. And that was the day I started to improve my happiness. Because your life is your life. It's not your parents. It's not your friends. It isn't some random strangers on the internet who's going to sit there and tell you, you need to do X, Y, Z. It is your life that only you have to live. I'm the only person that has to live my life. My mom is the only person that lives her life, and you are the only person that lives your life. 
So how do you want to live it? If nobody else could judge you, what would you do? Would you live in a different city? Would you have a different job? Would you dress differently? Present yourself in a new way? Maybe you've always wanted short hair, but you have really long hair. Maybe it's the reverse. Would you change that if you were living a life exactly as you wanted to live it? A year ago, I decide, decided I wanted to live my life simply more. Just live my life more. So I walked up to my boss on a Monday. And after five years of working there, I said, Hey, I would like to work part-time and remotely. And he was pretty surprised by this. But he was all right with setting up a meeting with HR to see if it was even possible. So he set up that meeting and I went in and I talked with them. And they said, do you have an ill family member that you need to be by? What is the motivation for this? Do you need to move to another group? Is that what the issue is? You're struggling in your work group? And I said, nope. I just want to live more of my life outside of the office and in different places. And they said, nobody really asked for that stuff here. They were shocked. They, they were like, this doesn't happen. Nobody has come in and asked for this. I said, well, I'm asking. And you know what? A week later, they approved my request. And now I work part-time remotely and I'm able to live a life more in line with how I want to live a life. Was it a risky move to ask? Sure. A lot of people that, that I had asked prior to that, I said, do you think I should ask this? They said, no, don't ask that at all. Why would you risk that? What if they think they're going to think you're not a, a, a good worker? You're not committed to the company. That you don't care. But it was 100% worth the risk. Because I think it is always worth the risk to live your best life. And if they had said no, I would have had to have made a different decision. Maybe I ended up just staying in the same spot and everything was fine. Maybe they fired me and then I have to find something new. But it would promote a change that would push me towards a better life. And that, to me, is always worth it. And so I want to present you once again, I've I've talked about this in the past, with the first line of Jack London's Credo. I would rather be ashes than dust. It's very easy to sit and dream But often our dreams conflict with the norm or with how others think we should live. And we simply end up stuck. We end up complacent. And complacency is the enemy of progress. And the question I always, always, always come back to 
whenever I'm uncertain, whenever I'm in these situations, is simply, why not? Now, I'm definitely a bit of an optimistic nihilist. So my thought process simply goes as this. Do I want X in my life? If the answer is yes, okay. Will X ruin others' lives? If the answer is yes, then I cross it out. For me, I don't like interfering with other people's lives like that. If the answer is no, all right, cool, move forward. Will it matter in 100 years? No, not at all. Will me working here like this or working part-time matter then? It won't. So it sounds like I should add X to my life. Now, I'm not here to preach about religion and beliefs and any of that stuff. Honestly, I think this same thinking can apply to so many belief systems. Because quite often, these choices that you're making and these decisions have nothing to even do with beliefs. So really, why not? I would actually love to hear why you think you shouldn't live your best life. Why haven't you added X to your life? Sometimes I think it's fear. Fear of many things. Fear of rejection. Fear of um, the unknown. Right. Sometimes it's pressure. Pressure from family members, from friends, from random strangers on the internet. Often... I think it is the environment in what we put in which we put ourselves in. Who and what is around you in your life often impacts decisions more than you even want. Let's take an example. Are you as healthy as you want to be? But that can be very broad. Do you exercise as much as you want to exercise? Do you eat all the healthy foods that you want to eat? Do you sleep eight hours every night or whatever it is that you think you have for your sleep goals? Probably not. Most people will say no. It, I mean, it's the same as tonight, I think, tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up and I'm going to get up and go for a run. And then tomorrow morning me wakes up and doesn't get up and go for that run, right? And most people will sit there and talk about how they're making future plans to change all of these things. I'm going to eat better in the future. I'm going to start exercising three times a week. I'm going to sleep eight hours every night. I'm going to start going to bed at uh, 9 p.m., 10 p.m. Every, every night. And yet, why don't we do this? Are these things that we really want? I believe so. I believe this is what I really want to do and what I really want in my life. But I don't do it because of my immediate environment. Temptations in the immediate quite often get in the way of long-term goals. If I showed up to your work every day and put a box of 
donuts right on your desk. Let's say donuts. If you don't like donuts, pretend it's something that you really love. Some delicious, sweet, that is not good for you. There is a very, very high chance that you would gain weight. Even if I had talked to you the day before I started doing that and I said, what is your biggest goal in life? And you said, my biggest goal is to eat better. And I am so focused on that. And I said, wow, I'm so proud of you. Anyways, I want to be a nice friend and I'm going to bring in some donuts every day and set that box right there on the desk. You're probably going to eat those donuts. Now, you might find some way to convince yourself not to eat the donuts or whatever the sweet is. But you're going to have to almost create a more immediate temptation to satisfy yourself to prevent that. You're going to have to somehow say, I'm going to not have this donut now and create a better feel good for myself by not doing that. But why would most of us eat that donut? Because for eight to nine hours, every single day at work, you would have to sit there and resist eating that donut or many of those donuts. And it would simply just destroy so many long-term health goals. And we know you wouldn't be able to resist this temptation all the time. Because it's a free donut sitting right there every day. Now take that knowledge and apply it to your everyday life. If you're hanging out with people who are pressuring you to do things that you don't want to do, act a certain way, live a certain life, buy certain things, dress a certain way, they don't even have to directly pressure you. They don't have to sit there and say, hey, go buy that dress. They can simply say, we're all wearing nice dresses today. And walk out and I'll be wearing them. And you'll go, hmm, I need to get a nice dress too. And just like that, the environment that you're in will affect who you are and the life that you're living. There is a very good reason they say you are the sum of your five closest friends. We will have a talk later a podcast later about that exact topic. But it's because that is your immediate environment. If you hang around people that lie all the time, you're probably going to start lying more. If you hang around people that are, you know, super nice, then you're probably going to be a nicer person. Because often you're just going to give into these sorts of things. So would I. So would everybody else. It's not always bad. And I think that's the thing to really focus on and the thing to remember. If you want courage, surround yourself with courageous people. If you want to be positive, put yourself in a positive environment. If you want to learn how to juggle, surround yourself with juggling. 
put a box of juggling balls on your desk at work. Tempt yourself. Go to a juggling club and make friends with people who love to juggle. The more you set up your environment, how you, with what your goals are, what you want with your life, the more you're going to be tempted by it and your life will follow suit. If you create the right environment, then you'll start creating the life that you've always wanted. And if somebody disagrees with it, that's all right. Remember, they get to live their very own life. Their life is their own. If they want to put themselves in a situation where they're surrounded by cars because they love beautiful cars and they want to live a, a great life of cars, cool. And then they see you driving a 2000 Camry and they go, oh man, what is this car? It's time you should get a new car. What are you doing? They don't have to drive it. That's not their life. That's yours. That's your car. You owe it to yourself to live your life. Because why not? That's always the question that I come back to. Why not? So the challenge that I have for you all is to change a temptation in your life. Bring a veggie pack to work every day. Hide a cigarette package, your cartons. Grab them and just move them out of your immediate environment. Make yourself have to work a little bit to go get it. Do you have an app on your phone that you want to get rid of? Uninstall it. So many people talk about wanting to get off Facebook. And then everybody I hear who deletes their account, uninstalls it, always talks about how great it was that they got off and they never care to go back. And yet, it's only the people who actually put themselves in that environment where they've created it and they've removed themselves from that that get to reap the benefits of it. Everybody else who still has it nearby, even though they say they want to have less of it, always finds themselves back on it. Right? Sometimes you have to take those drastic measures. Sometimes you have to really think or accept that our future selves aren't always perfect. And I'm sure you know that as well. Because there's a reason that you don't go out and buy, for me, I'll say, 10 pounds of candy. I could buy a 10-pound bag of candy. And I would say, this will save me a lot of money rather than buying small bags whenever I go to the store. And so if I take the 10-pound bag and I separate it out into a bunch of small bags... I'll probably save a lot of money. That's a great financial uh, reasoning right there 
to do this. But why is it horrible reasoning? Because I know future Alex isn't going to sit there and know that the candy is right over there in the cabinet and go, ah, no, this isn't the time to eat that. Right? Sometimes I will, but not all of the time. So if I want to create a healthier environment for myself, I don't do that. Just like if I offered a box of donuts to you every day going forward in the future, a lot of you who have health goals would turn that down. Why? It's free donuts. You know, you could eat one a month if you wanted. That's totally fine. But you would turn it down because you know that your future self isn't perfect. And sometimes it's nice to just remember that. And it's okay. But we have to really start thinking about what do I need to do now? What can I do today? When I have the energy, the motivation, the um, power, whatever it is, what can I do to create the life that I want, to create the environment that I want in the future? to make it easier for myself, to tempt myself in the right ways. So that's my challenge, is to change a temptation in your life right now. Hopefully right now you have something in your mind that you have the power to change. Go change it. So that is all that we have for this week. I know it's a little bit of a short episode. Um, but I feel like that's what I wanted to say on it. Tune in next week for episode number 11 and the second episode in the Love Yourself series. And I haven't decided on uh, which one we're going to do there. So it is just going to be episode number two for now, or 11-Love Yourself 2. As always, you can find these podcasts live on Twitch, on my YouTube at youtube.com slash growthebuckup, on any of the popular podcast feeds, or on my own site, www.growthebuckup.com. That's all I have for now. Thank you all for listening. Now, it's time to grow the buck up. Thank you.